0: Hey, Rooted Life family, it's Dorian here, one half of the Rooted Life podcast duo, and Morgan and I are so excited to deliver some really cool news to you guys. So as you may know, the Rooted Life is headed out to the Transformation Conference with Pastor Mike Todd in Tulsa, Oklahoma in just two weeks. Well, this week, God blessed us with a really cool opportunity to be able to give away one free ticket. You heard me right. We're giving one free ticket to the Transformation Conference out to one of our listeners. So in this episode, you're about to hear, you're going to hear us talk about our crazy faith stories where we share how God moved in a really big way in our lives. And in order to win this free ticket, all you need to do is hop on Instagram, share your own personal crazy faith story, and tag us at Rooted Life Podcasts. We're going to select one winner at random, and if you can meet us down in Tulsa, Oklahoma, September 10th through the 12th, then we've got you covered on a ticket. We are so grateful to be used as vessels in this moment, and that God would even allow us to be able to offer someone an opportunity to go to this conference. We really believe that God is going to meet us in such a big way. So, head on over to your Instagram. Share your crazy faith story and don't forget to tag us at Rooted Life Podcast. We're going to pick a winner over the weekend and we will announce on Monday who's going to be going to this conference with us. So with that, episode eight, Crazy Faith. What's up everybody, it's Dorian and Morgan and this is The, the Rooted, Rooted Life. Life and we are so excited to be back with episode 8.
1: Episode 8.
0: Ah oh, man. Wow. That means we only have two more left. That's
1: sad. I'm not mm-hmm. ready to talk about it too soon. I
0: know, too soon. Um, so I'm gonna kick us off with grows and glows this Let's hear week. It. So my grow this week, um, I am going to be stepping into some leadership in a lot of different ways at work, um, both with hiring a new direct report and then also with coaching the cheerleading squad. And so I just feel really overwhelmed right now. Mm-hmm. I don't necessarily feel like I have all of the tools yet. I know that I do, mm-hmm. but it's like I don't feel it yet. Right, right. Pastor Mike says like all you have is all you need, and I believe it. But I'm just waiting on. Like myself to really like believe it, Mm. Um, and so I'm just kind of praying that God will help guide me into whatever it is that I need to be able to be a good example for my direct report to know how to manage her Mm. um, in a way that will grow her and also grow me in as a manager. Um, And then with my cheerleaders, Jesus, these (laughs) girls, imagine dealing with 27 Mm. high school Mm -mm. girls. Pass um with all the attitude all the things that they deal with on social media in their mm. families and just like all of life's challenges plus all of just the high school drama Like, yeah, imagine dealing with that for four hours per week, plus four plus hours per week. I already went
1: through high school, so I don't have to imagine it. (laughs) I I remember high school and I'm good. So,
0: yeah, I'm (laughs) asking the Lord to just help guide me through this new season um, so that I'll be great. And um, my glow is that so last week we had just like a really... Mm. great week with the Mm. podcast, right? Mm. You know, just y'all can go look at our Instagram to see all the ways that God showed out. Mm -hmm. But, um, it got me to looking at some of our numbers from the podcast. And so over the course of the last, what is it? Eight weeks. Mm -hmm. Um, we've gotten over 2200 plays and we've had over 400 unique listeners come through the show so um, I'm just so excited to share what God has been doing and even looking at some of the countries where people are listening to us we Mm -hmm. had listens from New Zealand and Spain so like people across the world Mm -mm. are listening to our little podcast in my apartment (laughs) and like that just made me so 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 happy Mm -hmm. Um, and so I'm just grateful for everyone I want to say thank you to everyone who's been tuning in faithfully and listening or even just to listen to one just to see what it's about Um, but we just thank you for supporting us on this journey and um, just can't wait to see what God does from here
1: Mm. yeah Mm. so Mm. tell us your gloves and grows I'm cheesing from that glove but let me let me try to transition into my grow Uh, so the word this week for me was just confidence Mm. and I was actually doing a devotion with friends and last Sunday night I wrote in our devotion about how I'm really hoping that God will build my confidence in him Which, you know, you got to be careful what you pray for. It's oh. like, oh, you want to, oh, is that what you want? <laughs> Angels, round up the test. <laughs> just throwing all the tests out towards me this week. And it really was rooted in Ephesians 6.10. that really talks about standing firm and just, um, just being strong in the Lord and his strength. Uh, and so he rocked my week with opportunities to really recognize where my confidence is. Mm-hmm. Like, do I really... Have confidence in His will. Do I have confidence in His word? Do I have confidence that I hear His voice and know His voice? Mm. Uh, and so I had a lot of opportunities to work through disappointments where I had been praying for something for a year, and this week I'm like, "Okay, God, you're gonna come through, right?" Mm-hmm. And He didn't come through the way I wanted, mm. and so I had to still have confidence, even though the outcome outcome wasn't what I prayed for, or anticipated. Like I still had to have confidence that, like, You still love me and You still looking out, so it's okay. Yeah. But it was still hard, and I'm still working through that disappointment.
0: Yeah.
1: Whew, <laughs> Which is interesting because Monday was such a huge highlight because yes. on Monday we were featured on the Grove yes, podcast. Yes, uh, yes. And I think that it's just it's so sweet that we were part of um, the Grove podcast because we were part of the Passion family because mm-hmm. you were going to the Grove in Atlanta. Yeah. Moved up to D.C., told me about the Grove mm-hmm. and then told me that it was actually part of a larger church family. And we started going to Passion yeah. because of the Grove. And not only that, but I've literally listened to every Grove podcast, that's some of them crazy. two or three times back to back. I'll listen to them on the way somewhere and on the way back because mm. that's how much they bless me. Like Priscilla Shire and then like who, Christine Kane, mm-hmm. like women that I admire, yeah. like Lisa Turks. Like people, I'm, I'm like, I'm on the same platform that they got to be yeah. on. Yeah. Um, wow. And I just I think, think it's just so that. beautiful that God has brought that thing full circle like that in a mm-hmm. way that I would have never Um, imagine like I would have never thought that we would be on that platform and to hear my story and Mm. my name and my faith on a platform that has blessed my life in more ways than I even know how to articulate and is even the reason why I'm part of this beautiful church family just like literally had me in tears because I was like God that's so beautiful that you brought that thing um around like that so that was just a huge glow and probably helped me get through the later part of the week (laughs) where I was struggling because I'm like you did this one thing so I know you can work these other things out so yeah
0: That's huge. Um, It was so exciting to see us on that platform. And I had to even go back and text. The girl who invited me, my friend Melissa Mm -mm. um, from college, is the one who invited me to the Grove. And it was in this really tough season in my life that Mm. I didn't really have a job anyway. So it's like, well, you ain't got nothing (laughs) better to do. So you might as well show up to the church. right? And she invited me and it was such a blessing to my life. So to think that I had to go back and thank her and say, you know, thank you for your obedience because- she probably thought nothing of it. Mm-mm. People say at events all the time, make sure you bring somebody. Mm-hmm. And people never do. Mm-mm. But the fact that she thought of me, she brought me, and to see where that then led us mm-hmm. um, two years later is amazing. So, speaking of faith, um, you know, we have been raving about Pastor Mike Todd's latest sermon series, Woo-hoo. Crazy Faith. Oh my mm-hmm. goodness. So, Pastor mm-hmm. Mike Todd is out of Transformation Church in uh, tulsa oklahoma Mm -hmm. and we have just been following him for the last like year and a half now but specifically he dropped this bomb sermon two weeks ago Mm -hmm. about crazy faith
1: girl when i listen (laughs) to it i literally text everybody i don't even think i finished listening i think halfway through i text everybody i knew I hollered, I cried. I almost Ooh. had to pull over off the expressway because I couldn't see because I was crying <laughs> so hard. And I think one of the things that really resonated is he talks about how what looks crazy in one season ends up being Faith in the next. And that mm-hmm. just blew my, that so blew my mind.
0: so powerful, man? And, you know, we've been sharing this with everyone that we know. If you follow us on Instagram, you've seen us talk about it while we were riding in the car. <laughs> um, but what was so cool, we went to dinner a couple weeks ago with our friend Esther. Hey, girl. And we, hey, Esther. <laughs> (laughs) (laughs) We started sharing that sermon with her, Mm -hmm. which then just led to us sharing all of our crazy faith stories and moments in our lives where we've seen God come through.
1: And I think what's so encouraging about moments like that, like just sitting with y'all and just hearing how God has made a way time and time again, not just in my life, but it's something about seeing and hearing that he's done the same thing in other people's life when you're like, he's, he really is faithful yes. and it was just so encouraging. And I think, uh, it reminded me of when I used to grow up, uh, grew up in a black church in the mm-hmm. South, we did testimony time. Yes. So for some of y'all, if y'all know what testimony time It's basically a time either at the beginning or the end. If it's at the beginning, then you know you're going to be there late because it takes up so much time. Yes. (laughs) But it's basically a time where they'll hand the mic around or you can go to the front and people will just uh, give a testimony about something good God has done in their lives. Yeah.
0: I remember that growing up as a little girl, um, going to church, and I remember how... It was just so cool to see how God is moving in other people's lives. Mm -hmm. And even as a little girl, I remember feeling encouraged because it made God that much more real to me. I had heard about the pastor talk about him and I had heard about my parents. You know, my parents were people of faith. But to actually hear total strangers in a Mm city and see how God is also moving for them, it's like, dang, maybe this God thing is real. And so, you know, it's cool because you can also see how faithfulness resonates differently in people's Mm, lives and how um, crazy faith can speak differently to Mm -hmm. different people. Mm -hmm. Um, So I'm just curious, you know, when you think about crazy faith, we heard Pastor Mike's story, but like, what does that mean to you?
1: I think... For me, it's really being rooted in his word and his will for my life. Mm -hmm. I think even this disappointment helped me practice crazy faith because crazy faith doesn't necessarily mean that like God is going to give me everything I want or desire. Yeah. He's going to give me what's in his will for my life, which will be the best thing for me. But it doesn't mean that I'm going to get everything I want, but it means that I can rest and have peace in knowing that I have a God who loves me and that I can put all of my hope. I can put all my trust and dependency on him because he's going to look out for me and I can put everything I have. I can put all my eggs in that basket Mm -hmm. knowing that I can trust him. Yeah,
0: I like that. I mean, I think for me, it's the ability to be able to believe that God's truth is the only truth Mm. because our circumstances will totally deceive us because they look so different from what we hear from God. Yeah. And so we can talk ourselves out of God's promises yep. by just looking at what is present in front of us. Mm-hmm. So for me, crazy faith is being able to say, I know that this is what this looks like, but I also know that my God's promises are bigger than what this situation is showing me. Mm. Um, so I think that it is our crazy faith that carries us from where we are to the fruition
1: of his promises. Ooh, I love <laughs> yeah. that. I love that. I love that. What you said that really resonated is that last line, Mm -hmm. that the crazy faith carries us to the fruition. I just love, even that imagery of that is so beautiful. And it really reminds me of episode five that we did about more than a mountaintop, how like it's really that faith that sustains you as you're climbing up and looking up towards his promises. It's really your faith that keeps you uh, moving towards it. Mm. And I think even more so uh, when you get to that mountaintop, once that faith has sustained you and Mm -hmm. you get up there, like you got to tell people about it. it. And I think it's just so beautiful how Mike Todd used his platform to really talk about God's goodness. and just think about all the people who've been encouraged and just blessed by his story. And I think it really highlights that it's important for us to talk about the things that God is doing in our lives with Mm -hmm. others. So I think we should just have a little testimony time and just share our crazy faith moments.
0: Yeah, I like that. I mean, even the visual of you saying Um, telling people from the mountaintop I think about the phrase shout from the mountaintop Mm -hmm. and I'm like yeah you should be shouting and proclaiming to other people what God has done for you so Mm -hmm. I feel like now that we're talking about crazy moments crazy faith moments I think I know what you're going to talk about but I'm excited for the other people to hear uh, how God (laughs) has blessed you so go ahead and bless the people with your story.
1: Okay so I think even when I was listening to Mike Todd's um, testimony and I'm not going to ruin it no spoiler alert just listen to it on YouTube Mm -hmm. or their podcast but it reminds remind me of the story about my apartment mm-hmm. and God really was pressing on my heart. Like I haven't told that whole story. Yeah. I just told some of it, like he blessed me, but I don't think people know the crazy faith behind it yeah. that really made that blessing. So incredible in my life. Um, and so as we've kind of talked about in the past, I was in a very serious relationship, um, and it ended. And at that point I had nowhere to live and I stayed on Dorian's couch. The mm. couch that she's sitting on right now All was my faithful. bed in my home <laughs> for 30 a days. Month, uh, 30 days. <laughs> And then God blessed me with a new apartment. Yeah. This was a year ago. And it was really an oasis for me, like trees, birds, yeah. all the nature things that I love, all the things that Dorian feels... Yeah, I'm good on that. about. Uh, <laughs> but it really was like a safe haven for me. It was like in a cul-de-sac. It was all quiet. I can like just walk in the woods and Mm -hmm. ride my bike and just talk to God. Uh, So it really was a beautiful place for me. And the way the house was kind of set up is that it was like a house from like 1901 Mm -hmm. and each floor is a different apartment. So I was on the very top floor and everything was cool. Uh, And then the neighbors underneath me moved and a new neighbors moved in Mm. and I was like, dang, I just feel like I keep hearing a baby cry. Mm -hmm. Turns out it was a a newborn. There was a baby crying. And because the floors are so thin, like I could hear their phone vibrate. I could hear them sneeze. That's how thin it was. So it just started to be a little bit um, distracting. Yeah. It started to really annoy me because I'm like, this is my safe haven. Like, mm-hmm. I'm supposed to find my peace here. This is my sanctuary. Da-da-da-da-da. And God really uh, pressed into me and was like, no, I'm where you find your peace. Like, mm. your sanctuary is with me, it's not a home. Yeah. So if you can't find peace here, then where are you going to find peace, basically? Uh, And that really helped me reassess what I was viewing my home as. My home is not my getaway. God is my getaway. He has blessed me with this place, but it is just a place. And if I'm not near his heart, then it doesn't really matter where I'm at.
0: Yeah, that makes sense. I mean, I remember <laughs> when you were telling me about these neighbors and I was like, ooh, that does not <laughs> sound like the ideal setup. And I Mm-mm. know how like going home, especially when you live by yourself, that mm-hmm. really is your special safe place to be like, right. ooh, I can tune everything else out and it can just be me. Mm. And so um, I'm sure that was really difficult. I know it was difficult because you're telling me about it. <laughs> but the time. Um, so <laughs> God checked you. But how did you even if you kind of got to a place where it's like, OK, God is my peace and I feel good. Mm -hmm. then how did you get to looking for a new apartment even still?
1: Right, right, right. That's a good point. So I had a a colleague who was telling me about this program in the county I live in where they have to – set aside a certain number of apartments or new homes for people who make a certain within a certain income range Mm -hmm. and so I was like you know I'm just gonna randomly she had told me about it months ago and I randomly thought about it one morning after the baby woke me up that night before a couple (laughs) times in my sleep I was like I'm just gonna google what's out there I literally called 20 apartments and I was like you know what God this ain't you just like close the doors yeah so after I called 20 I was like maybe he's closing this door and maybe this is not really for me Mm -hmm. so I had one more on my list literally and I was like God it's the last one I promise this ain't it then like It's cool. I'm content here. We can move on. Mm -hmm. I called them. It's like 5 o'clock. I'm about to leave work. And they're like, we actually don't have any more within that program, but our sister property is brand new. They might have some. Mm. So I called them. They were like, yeah, we have some. Like, you can come by today and, like, look at the paperwork, whatever. So I said, hmm. Okay, that's cool. So I just prayed the whole way. Mm-hmm. Like I just prayed the whole time on yeah. the way to the um meeting up with them and later that week I went back and signed the paperwork and put down a security deposit.
0: Okay, well it's great that you knew to pray all the mm-hmm. way there, but what were you actually praying about?
1: I just prayed for his will to be done and for me to have peace no matter what the outcome was, whether it was I was gonna get a new apartment or be there, I was just like, God, I'm content with being in your will, and I just want your will. Mm. Uh, and I really just started reminding him of his word, like Jeremiah 29, 11. I know the plans <laughs> you have for me. Yep. So your plans are good, whether it's this apartment or not. Like, you're going to be faithful to me. Uh, and I thought it was just so beautiful because the old me would have been like, God, please, pretty please, like begging him, let me get this yes. new apartment, please. And it's like, he hasn't called me. I don't have to grovel to my father. He's mm. my father. So whatever he has that's for me is good for me. Yeah. And I was like, I just have peace that whatever you have. I can really rest in that. And so I was like, whatever it is, God, just give me peace. Let me be cool no matter, you know, which way you decide.
0: Yeah. I love that because I think a lot of times we'll be praying and we're just praying for whatever it is that we want and we forget to keep his will at the forefront of our prayers. Exactly. And I love what you talked about aligning our plans to God instead Mm -hmm. of aligning God to our plans. Yeah. So once you feel like you had an idea of what his will was for you in this moment, then what was your next step from there?
1: Uh, so the next step was waiting. Of <laughs> course, of course there's wait, the
0: good old always wait.
1: wait. So I applied for this program the first week of May, mm-hmm. waited all of May, waited most of June. They needed me to submit more paperwork. There's all this back and forth. There's like only one person who approves this program in all of DC, Maryland and Virginia. Oh wow. One person. Oof. It's a very long process. Uh, and so when I was praying about the apartment, I heard him very clearly say, it's yours. And mm. I was like, okay. So I had a lot of, in that moment, I felt really, like I had peace, I had confidence. Yeah. I said, okay, guy. And he was like, okay, tell your landlord you're moving out. And I was like, roo, 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 stop the car, pull over, pull over, sir. Sounds like you're saying you want me to tell the place <laughs> I live at that I'm moving out before this new apartment place says yes. And yeah. like, yeah. And so I just sat there and was like, ooh, mm, ooh. I don't know about that. Like, right. I literally backtracked. I was like, can we just, let's go back to before you said that. Like, let me make sure. And he was just very clear, like. Is yours. He didn't say anything else. Mm. He just kept saying, "Is yours. That was the only response I was getting when I prayed. So I was like, okay, let's do that. So um, before the new apartment, people told me yes. I told my <laughs> current landlords, I'll be moving out the last week of July. Mm. Uh, and then God was like, okay, now start telling people. Put my name on it. Like, if you know I'm going to do it, if you have enough confidence in me, then tell people before it comes around. And I was so afraid. I'm like, but if you don't come through and I'm a look crazy. Yeah, and you gonna like, look crazy. He's like, I don't need. Don't worry about that. Like, mm. I know there's a preacher who talks about like God doesn't need you to defend His reputation. Mm-hmm. He will defend His own reputation. Mm-hmm. So we had grace Group and I'm like, God, y'all, I'm God is blessing me with a new apartment. I'm telling people at work, people at church, they're like, what's new? I'm like, just planning for my new apartment. Like shopping online, I got a gift card for my birthday. Wow! Like, I had gotten a gift card back in April, was shopping around and God was like, save this for your new home. And I was like, Ooh, okay. So I saved that gift card, cause wow. I'm, like, I'm going to have a new house and I'm going to use it to decorate. And so, um, at that point I just was believing God to come through and keep his word. It's
0: so funny because what often looks crazy to everybody else, it really reveals maturity and wisdom to God and mm-hmm. in us. And so what you did definitely sounds crazy. Yeah, It's crazy. <laughs> <Hands> <laughs> it's down. definitely crazy. But I mean. <laughs> I see that you were trusting his voice and his plan for your life. Mm -hmm. Um, But still, let's see, we're at the end of June
1: and Mm -hmm. you don't
0: told your landlord that
1: you're moving out.
0: And you still
1: have no apartment. Yep. Wow. So at that point it had been most of the summer, all of May, pretty much all of June. And I didn't have an answer from the folks at the apartment, but Mm -hmm. I had an answer from God. And I was like, that's just going to sustain me. I'm not look. I didn't look for any other apartments, nothing. I called that new apartment complex, like, twice, and God was like, let it be. Like, I'm going to work this thing out. So I just took my hands off of it. All I started doing was decorating. I looked up, like, (laughs) styles online. I'm on Target.com. I'm like, it's already mine. Um, Meanwhile, I had no backup plan, and he knew that. And so, honestly, like, towards the end of June, I started to get real antsy. I'm like, God, I need an answer. Like, Mm -hmm. I got an answer from you, but, like, I would also like an answer for them because now it's about to be – At that point, it was like the last week of June. Mm. And um, I was like, next week, I'm sure they're going to start showing my old apartment. Like, they're talking about repairs and new tenants and where to send my security deposit. And I'm giving them an address before I even live there. Wow. I'm like... This is feels really crazy, mm-hmm. and then on June thirtieth, June thirtieth, the last day of the month, Woo! I'm at church serving, and I get a phone call that the apartment is mine, that mm. I'll be moving in the last week of July.
0: Oh my goodness! Can you believe that? <laughs> it's like I can, but I can't at the same time.
1: It's so wild, and I think what's crazy too is like Ooh. where I live is a brand new twenty story apartment. Oh yes, it's nice. It's in the, like a downtown area but a concierge. Oh, yeah, It's beautiful. You've seen beautiful. it. A rooftop pool. Oh, my God. And I'm paying a fraction of the price that mm. everybody else is paying. Oh, my God. It's and I think it's even more crazy to think it's like where my building is back in 2016. I worked in that same area. Mm-hmm. And the parking garage that's behind my apartment is the parking garage I parked at three years wow. ago. Wow. So I literally had to walk past that place every As day. As it was being to built. Go to, and I had no idea. <laughs> but God knew. he was like, I'm mm. going to take you out of that toxic relationship. You're going to. Sleep on Dorian's couch. I'm going to give you an apartment in the meantime while I build your new home. Mm. Just stay here and rest in me. And I just, like, literally tears are coming to my eyes just mm. thinking about he knew that was going to all come full circle. And yeah. I love that all he was asking me to do is just believe in him. That's it. Um and I think even what is so beautiful as I reflect now on that whole story is like his heart for me is so sweet mm-hmm. and it's even better than his hand for me. I love when he blessed me, like oh, don't yeah. get wrong, but I think that this process of just this apartment has just been him revealing his heart for me. Like, see daughter, I love you. Mm. Like, I want you to be happy because you didn't even pray for an apartment. You just had a desire for an apartment. Yes. And he was like, I already got it for you. Like mm-hmm. they building it right now. They're yep. building this apartment for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's just been beautiful to see the promise unfold in that yeah. way. Mm-hmm. And then like also people who can come by and be like, girl, I remember when I you remember. said like our homegirl Erin Aaron was over at my apartment on Friday and she was just like, girl, I can't believe it. Yeah. Not because it's like a nice apartment. Cause it is. But she was like, I remember you saying you were claiming this apartment. Yep. Six months ago, back when it was cold in February and March, you know, mm-hmm. like when we had our grace group. And so just to see His um, fulfillment of the promise, bless other people, too, has just been unbelievable for me.
0: Yeah. I mean, as one of the witnesses, I am truly outdone um, because I lived with you in that same house, (laughs) in that dysfunctional relationship for 30 days. Mm -hmm. And then moved out and, like, had a safe space for you to then Mm -hmm. come to. And then to even see, I remember we're talking about the second apartment but even with that first apartment I'm remembering now I had friends coming in that weekend mm-hmm. and I remember being like hey Mo like I'm, I got people coming you're like right. all right you know I'm working to have my spot by the time your people come and you got that apartment literally days before I had people days. coming so he even blessed you in that moment yeah. at the perfect time yep. so that you could have your next new spot by yourself and then to see the fruition you know happen even further mm. and you to have this beautiful place with so many things, you know, I think the thing that I have taken away, so many things that I took for granted in my space that you were so excited about, (laughs) like, girl, I can't wait to have a dishwasher right? and to not have to walk outside to take my laundry somewhere Mm. and to have my my car covered and not have to dig it out of the snow in the winter, like just little small things that it was such a blessing to me to see you be able to get those things and, um, just a reminder for me to be like, girl, you need to be grateful for what you even do have, you know? <laughs> right. So so many lessons can come so from many. the blessings that God showers onto other people when you're really paying attention and watching, like you mess around and get your own
1: blessing right. by watching
0: somebody else get blessed.
1: So right. mm, I am out done by I God. Am out done. And I think too, like every day I wake up in this apartment, I'm like, surrounded by his promises mm-hmm. but the crazy part is we're always surrounded by his promises always. but it's so beautiful to wake up and have that reminder where he's like I did this for you yeah like if, if this is the least I can do for you you mm. know what I mean mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. like he wants to do even a, more than this but it's like he's like this is nothing for me like yeah. an apartment girl Woo. this is nothing this for me I'm God nothing. I created the whole universe like what you need I got mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. so it's just so encouraging that even when I had a rough week I'm just looking around my apartment and God's like but I did this for yep. you. Like, hold on to this promise until mm-hmm. like until you get the fulfillment of the next one. Yep. Hold on to this. And it's beautiful that I'm literally in a space where I'm looking around and seeing that yeah. in my own home. And knowing that I came from a home that was loud and then before that a home that was dysfunctional. Mm-hmm. So it's just so beautiful just to uh, yeah. be able to rest and, and have peace. Because yeah. uh, I know he's going to look out for me. Mm. I love it. So, girl, it. we talked about my crazy, crazy faith <laughs> moment. I love for you to tell the people how you ended up in D.C. with me.
0: Ooh, yes. Yeah, so, um... My transition to DC is definitely like a wow God moment because Mm. as we were even talking about this topic, I decided to go back through my journals and look at some of my entries from end of 2017 going into 2018, just to see like, okay, how did God actually make this whole thing happen? So Mm -hmm. um, as I was looking back at the entries, there are like four that really stood out that helped kind of tell the story of how I even got here. So in the first one, I wrote it on August 20th, 2017. And I wrote my prayer is for a job that I love to go to each day and that I truly enjoy I hope that I will be under great management that I will like my coworkers, that I'll have opportunities to travel that my compensation will afford me the opportunity to live alone and that I will have strong company culture and morale that rewards hard work that was mm. my wow my verbatim journal entry and so I remember at the time I wrote those things not because I was like God you need to do this but because his word says to write the vision and make it plain Mm -hmm. in Habakkuk 2 verse 2 through 3 he says write this write what you see write it out in big block letters so that it can be read on the run Mm. and then it goes on later to say if it seems slow in coming wait it's (laughs) on its way it Mm. will come right on time and so I believed that I could the least I could do is show God that I trusted that he was bigger than my current circumstance right And even though I didn't know how he was going to do it, I wanted to demonstrate that I had faith that he could do it
1: oh that Habakkuk scripture gets me every time Girl. it has been my screensaver I just changed it it's been my screensaver on my phone on my home page for about six months that's crazy because I just needed to remember every time I look on my phone like yep. that promise is not late it is not Terry so mm. I love that and it sounds like you were at the beginning of your faith yeah. not really knowing like what direction <laughs> and where he was going right. to put you so tell me more about the next entry in your journal and like how you began to hear from God on how to move
0: yeah Um. so the second one was October 9th 2017 and I wrote thank you for the recent revelation on my career direction as I leave entertainment I want to use my gifts to impact others and truly make a difference yet be personally fulfilled in the work that I do so at that time I remember I was kind of like praying and trying to figure out okay God what's my next job gonna be Mm -hmm. and leading up until then I had only worked in the entertainment industry so naturally I'm like okay what's my next entertainment gig Mm. and I remember hearing God say so clearly No, no more entertainment. And I'm like, wait, 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 wait. Number one, that's all that I've ever done. And number two, entertainment is popping. I get to kick it with celebrities. I get to travel all over the world. I get to do these cool experiences. Like there's nothing else for me, God. That's basically Mm. what I was telling him. And I remembered the scripture, my thoughts are nothing like your thoughts, says the Lord, and my ways are far beyond anything you can imagine, Isaiah 55, 8. And so it was God reminding me like, girl, you don't even think the way that I think. Mm. So you're thinking so small and on this earthly level about what it is that you need to be doing, Mm. not recognizing I have a whole nother world that I could share with you. And so prior to this, I remember like I didn't really have clarity, but then once he said very clearly, like no more entertainment. Mm-hmm. It's just like God to then give you a test after <laughs> He gives you that clarity. Mm. And so, literally, a couple days after I got that revelation this um, urban marketing agency in LA reached out to me and they were like, hey, we have this position where you can work on multicultural programs and work with clients that are influencing black culture. So I'm like, oh yeah, bomb. Like, this is all me, God. And so I checked in with him. I'm like, I know you said no entertainment, but you sure? Like, this one right here, this really (laughs) sounds like your girl. And he was like, girl, what did I say? And I remember talking to my mom about it. And she said, if you have already heard from God, just trust it. And so I wow. declined the interview, and at the time, I was mm. substitute teaching, so I went back to working with those little pre-K monsters <laughs> and getting $100 a week. Wow.
1: Girl, 100, 100 yeah. bucks a week. 100 bucks Ooh, a week. I bet that was so difficult Ooh. to go back to what seemed lesser in that moment, when mm-hmm. you had the opportunity that you had been waiting on, yep. and then to be called back to working with the little babies, I know it had to be hard. <laughs> and you stood by his promises, even when there were so many distractions, that were like, come this way. Yep. So... When did you start to see God turn that situation around for you?
0: Um, okay. So I looked and I had an entry on November 30th, 2017. And it Mm -hmm. said, I proclaimed that November would change the course of my situation. And so many new opportunities arose. So the story of how I even applied to Kip DC one night, I am on indeed Mm -hmm. and I'm type I type in events manager. I just type in that title. And I forgot to put Atlanta because at the time I was not trying to move out of Atlanta. I forgot to put in the location Atlanta so mm-hmm. it would resonate for local jobs. And so a bunch of jobs came up and I just clicked on the first one I saw. And so I started applying. And I'm like, OK, Kip, cool, cool, cool. And like halfway through, I'm like, oh, Kip, D.C. This is for like Washington, D.C. And I'm like, well, I don't already put all this energy into this application. <laughs> so I'm just going to keep going. So I keep going through. And then I remember, oh, my friend EJ used to work at Kip in D.C. Mm. So I reached out to him and I was like, hey, I'm applying for this job. What do you think? And he actually didn't have like a ton of great things to say. Like, not that it was bad, but he was just like, "Mm, that's going to be a really like high performing environment. Mm. And the way that they operate, is like just very, um, intentional about the work that they do it might be high stress Mm. and i was like well i ain't trying to go into no high stress (laughs) environments i was like okay cool appreciate you and so i finished talking to him i exited out of the application i closed it out and i started going on to some new applications and so the next day ej texted me and said hey um, just so you know, I think you should still apply for that job. Why he texts me that, I have no idea. Wow. But I was just like, okay, I guess so. So I went back to the application and I redid it and I finished it all the way and submitted it out. As I look back now, I'm amazed at how God will use other people to help push you into his promise. I love that. Because there was no reason for EJ to come back around to me. Mm-mm. And even specifically like for the hiring manager to see my resume, my cover letter, and to decide that she wanted to reach out to me. Like there was no reason for those things to happen. But Mm. after I submitted, it was not like two days that it passed that Kip DC reached out for my initial interview. Mm. And I just remember being so grateful for that opportunity, even though I still didn't know how it would end. I was like, Mm -hmm. okay, I got an interview. And, um, I was just grateful that like the more faith that I put into God, the more I gave him room to just operate in my Ooh, life.
1: I love that. Mm-hmm. I love that our faith increases his ability to work on our behalf. Yeah. And I know that even when I was waiting on the promise and I was frustrated, God was like, I'm actually waiting on you. Mm-hmm. I'm limited by your disbelief. Nope. I can't even move the way I want because mm-hmm. you have such a limited understanding of who I am as yeah. your father. But I love that we can really sit and trust and rest assured that he's going to make a way mm-hmm. and he's moving faithfully behind, uh, behind the scenes, even with EJ and People in D.C. When you yep. didn't see it, he was already making a way for you. So as you wrote your final entry, yeah, what were you trusting him on?
0: Um, so the last entry came December 11, 2017, and I wrote, um, I claim that on January 1, I will have good news to celebrate. Oh wow! And so I remember, literally, similar to what you were saying, you were telling everybody. I remember telling my mom and dad. I'm like this Christmas like for Christmas for New Year's like this is my present like I'm going to have a job and at the time so just to provide clarity like I was interviewing with Kip DC but I was also interviewing with a couple other places Mm. so I had a few different things on the table but I didn't have anything like Mm. I'm still waiting on a like hey we would like to offer you the job Mm -hmm. and so I remember writing that down in my journal and being like I'm gonna have good news to celebrate then it was around like December 20th where I'm just like okay I've done all my interviews and I'm just waiting on something to come through
1: mm, 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 mm. and
0: on December 22nd I got the call from my now manager um Adam and he was like hey we would love to offer you the position at Kip DC." <laughs> and just to like really shout out God like not only did I get the job offer but they were giving me 20,000 more than wow. what I had made at my last employer And I was literally like, they were like, all right, and we want you to start in two weeks. Like, we're ready for you to go ahead and come up here and get to it. And I was just like, wait, what? Like, just to see Mm, having mm -hmm. gone from like, I was not even applying. I had exited out of the application to Mm, then have mm -hmm. that thing sitting in my hand. I mean, I was amazed by how God came through with his faithfulness and like how he even sustained me throughout that whole process. Like for six months, I didn't have a job and somehow none of my bills went missed. And like people were just taking care of me and giving to me at random times. Like he really did just carry me throughout that whole time. And like we talked about, it was the faith that got me from where I was to the fulfillment of the promise. Mm.
1: I love hearing that story. Like, no matter how many times I hear that, (laughs) it just gives me goosebumps. And I love just hearing and seeing how God has done just so much. He has done exceedingly above all that you could ever wish or even ask for in a job. And, like, Mm -hmm. bringing you to D.C. in the community and bringing us together in D.C. Um, So as you look back now, what really stands out to you the most?
0: (laughs) I mean, I think what stands out is that, like, He made good on every single promise. Like all those things that I wrote in that first journal entry about Mm -hmm. what I desired to see in a new job he brought every single thing to pass so like mm-hmm. i came here i'm working under an amazing manager and uh, leadership team and then like i wanted to like my coworkers, and i'm friends with them outside of work like mm-hmm. we actually spend time together and one of which i coached the cheerleading squad with her so we've mm-hmm. built a great relationship i talked about opportunities to travel and as y'all know this summer i got to go to houston to um, be at the KIPP School Summit. And then I talked about like compensation, allowing me to be able to live on my own. And I just renewed my lease on my one bedroom apartment. So still (laughs) sustaining me to be able to have that blessing. And then the last piece, you know, about strong company culture and morale, like within my first year, I got my first promotion ever. I've never been promoted before. All the jobs that I've had, this was my first promotion. Not only did I get promoted, I was awarded the the behind-the-scenes award. That's a $2,500 bonus. Mm. So I got that. And then they saw enough in me to say, you know what, and we want you to manage someone else. So I got the direct report. So like to see how God brought me from a very like toxic environment where I didn't feel valued at all mm. and brought me to a place where I go to work every day. And the thing I pray for that I would have true joy every day. Mm. And I do. And I'm just fascinated by, like you said, like how much he cares for us and he wants to see us win, but yeah. he wants to see us do it the way that he wants us to mm-hmm. do it. And he wants to see if we will wait it out for the thing that he knows is best for us. Yep. And it took me back to that same Habakkuk scripture where it says, if it seems slow in coming, wait. it's on the way it will come Mm. right on time the most amazing part about that whole story is that I later found out from my team that the role that I got was not even open at the time that I wrote that first journal entry in August 2017 the girl was still in that position the current events manager Mm. so God knew that I was praying for something that wasn't even available to me yet. Mm. So he had not yet made the way for the thing that he was going to bless me with. And so as I was waiting, he was doing all the work behind the scenes, making sure that the position then opened up. And then um, I transitioned into it perfectly. So Wow.
1: Yeah. Whew. child. I think one thing you just said that just got my heart is like he was doing all the work. Mm-hmm. He does all the work. I know we feel like we're carrying so much of a burden, yes. but we're really not. Nope. Like he is really behind the scenes working things out and mm-hmm. he's orchestrating so many moving pieces yeah. just for our good, for his glory. But also for our good. And I think it's just beautiful to look back to see how he's orchestrated mm-hmm. from EJ to the application to the lady who had your job before, to the team. Like yep. he has put so many things in, in place to bless you. And I just it helps me see that he has such a beautiful plan for us. Like way bigger. Than we could even imagine even way yeah. better than we could even imagine and he's not even asking that we have to figure it all out he mm-hmm. just asks for your faith that's it he said just write it down make it plain and believe it i'll do it and he's like i will do all the work yeah and so i think it just goes back to why crazy faith is so important because when we do and we put all of our hope and all of our dependency and all our trust in him he'll never let us down mm-hmm. he never has and he never will shout out to Pastor Mike and Transformation Church for yes. this amazing sermon series mm.
0: we're also going to be going to the Transformation Conference yes. in a couple of weeks and we're going to have some really cool content coming out of that conference so y'all need to be following mm-hmm. us on Instagram at Rooted Life Podcast so that y'all can keep up
1: yep and we know from all the comments the text messages the DMs that y'all really liked episode 6 and 7 mm-hmm. Buying some and the real hashtag relationship goals so please take a minute go ahead and rate us five stars leave us a brief apple podcast review and if there's any topics that y'all want us to discuss go ahead and hit up our dms
0: yes we love y'all rooted family we hope that y'all will take a moment to reflect on your crazy faith Mm -hmm. moments just so you can remember how god has been good to you y'all have a great week stay rooted love y'all